Hi, everybody. It's me back. I am uh, doing a podcast here in the middle of the week versus on uh, Sunday uh, just because of the uh, Tough Mudder uh, Battlegrounds race that we're having this weekend. I wanted to get our podcast in a little bit early during the week since we'll be uh, spending some time this weekend doing some of those items. But I have a really great topic that I want to discuss, something that's just been coming up uh, on a regular basis with different clients. I just want to talk with you a little bit about, you know, rather the gluten-free meals that you're consuming or the gluten-free foods that you're buying, if those are really actually worth buying, if they're really benefiting you, and just some of the different varieties of information and things that you need to think about if you're actually considering going on a gluten-free diet and staying on a gluten-free diet. These podcasts are sponsored in part by O'Fallon Nutrition, available at O'FallonNutrition.com. They are located off of Mexico Road, just at the corner of Highway K. Uh, They are a, a whole health nutrition store a place that I've been sending clients for over 15 years, independently owned and operated. If you're looking for supplements, vitamins, minerals, uh, all the way to essential oils, hair care, skin care products that are more natural, um, salad dressings, uh, chocolate chips, uh, different spices, and then grass-fed beef, different types of drinks, Uh, This is a wonderful place. Even if you don't live on this side of the river, it's worth the trip. We have plenty of clients that when I worked for Powerhouse for all those years that we sent all the way out here to O'Fallon Nutrition because we knew when they bought a product, we knew what was in the product and they were going to get a quality product. If you are listening and you're from out of state and you are looking for specific products, O'Fallon Nutrition will ship to you. Uh, They do not charge after a certain point of of product that you purchase. Uh, So take a look at O'FallonNutrition.com or give them a call for specific questions for specific products at 636-240-5283. When I first meet with a client, I always send them straight to O'Fallon Nutrition to be able to stock up on their vitamins, their minerals, uh, electrolytes, things like that. Uh, These types of uh, sponsors that we have, they're the ones that actually make these types of podcasts possible and we're so very thankful for them. But we don't just grab sponsors just to be grabbing them. We have sponsors because we truly believe believe in the products that they sell as well as we've built a team with them and we've paired together to be able to really help truly change people's lives and to teach them how to live the healthiest life possible. And when you're coupled with the right people, like O'Fallon Nutrition, like myself, like our team here at Integrity, you just have a much better chance at being able to stay on track. I'd like to talk a little bit about why a person would go on a gluten-free diet. I obviously uh, am a gluten-free eater and oftentimes with my nutrition program will keep gluten out of a person's diet. And one of the main reasons why I do that is because our bread and uh, different type of grain products nowadays are just simply not made the same way that they were many years ago. The wheat is just uh, basically pulverized. So you're really just not getting a quality product. In addition to the fact that there are so many different um, items that are now going into the raising of these types of foods, uh, the cropping of these types of foods. And now we're having to deal with the impact of what it takes to keep that wheat strong and how that particular product that's being put on the wheat is now impacting your body. So there's a lot more to it than just saying, well, I still want to eat grains anymore. In addition to the fact that it does raise blood sugar faster, even though it's high in fiber, that doesn't mean that it's not going to spike your blood sugar. So a lot of times people think they can eat rice cakes and they can have oatmeal, you know, because that's going to be their health 
healthy choice. But the reality is, is that that's going to spike your blood sugar and it's going to make you end up having an insulin drop. And that's the creator of inflammation in your body. So, you know, it, it one reason to be on a gluten-free diet is just to control your blood sugar and just to make sure that your body is not having too many insulin spikes. That would be one reason to stay off of gluten. Um, but another reason to stay off of gluten is just the sensitivity. What we're finding is that people either have celiac disease, which is an autoimmune condition uh, to gluten to where your body actually attacks itself when it has gluten and or and or uh, they have an actual allergy to gluten which means that when they eat it they start to swell or they get hives they actually have an allergic response to the gluten or they have a gluten sensitivity and the trouble with gluten sensitivity is many people are walking around with a gluten sensitivity but because they didn't test positive for the celiac disease and because they didn't test, you know, positive for an allergy, it's then completely just said that they don't have a problem with gluten. That's happened with our daughter. I know her pediatrician um, identified that, you know, oh, there's, she has no problems. She doesn't have any allergies with that. But the reality is, is that they have no idea if she actually has a sensitivity. And she, for sure, has a sensitivity. You know, she's seven years old and we've watched her go and suffer through so many different symptoms and so many different issues when she eats gluten. Now, there's there's a part of gluten. And when we talk about gluten and sensitivity with gluten, you want to think of wheat, rye and barley. So it isn't just, uh, well, they remove the gluten, so everything's okay. We also want to consider when we're eating wheat, rye, and barley. So all of those items. We also want to consider, again, how the impact of oats is, is being had on our body, because oats are basically grown as a grass. And, you know, we really were not exactly born with the ability to be equipped to really break down uh, that type of food that well. It's just truly not something that has um, been you know, kind of how we were set out or how we were created. So it's just not going to be a real effective way for us to eat. Therefore, we may not metabolize it as well, and we may not end up digesting it as well. So identifying if you have a sensitivity to gluten is going to be very important. And when and the way to identify that would be through an elimination diet. You know, so the doctor cannot tell you if you have a sensitivity. Uh, they don't have a test for that. So you would have to do an elimination diet. That's the type of diet that I would do with clients often if if they came in with very sensitive stomachs, if they came in dealing with uh, joint issues, maybe even acting almost as if they're having some autoimmune issues, things like that. So we would go on an elimination diet. Now there's more to it than, I'm going to switch you guys a little bit around if you're watching me instead of just listening. There's more to it than just saying, well, I'm just going to stop, you know, consuming um, gluten. I'm just going to, um, so instead of saying, I'm just going to stop consider, you know, consuming gluten, therefore I'm on a gluten-free diet, um, I want you to know that there are plenty of foods that are actually still cross-reactive for gluten. So even though you eliminate gluten from your diet, that doesn't necessarily mean that you may not still be having a sensitivity. So there are other things that need to be taken into consideration when eliminating gluten. One of those would be those cross-reactive foods. So if you are going to eliminate gluten from your diet, you do also want to maybe consider eliminating rice from your diet temporarily 
temporarily. Uh, you want to consider eliminating oats from your diet, and then of course rye or barley as well. You really just want to try to eliminate grains, and that's the first attempt. And then when you go to try to bring the grains back in, we'd want to make sure that they were obviously gluten-free grains. Um, the sensitivity really is more to the gliden in the in the gluten, not necessarily just the gluten. And your body is honestly having an opiate response to that gliden. So you can get to a point to where when you go to eliminate gluten from your system, you can actually have legitimate withdrawal from removing the gluten. So when you first remove the gluten, if you actually feel worse instead of better, it's because of that opiate buildup that's actually happening in your system. And your body is legitimately going through almost like a real detox from not having it. So for the first, I would say, three to seven days of, rem of removing gluten from your diet, you do have to understand that there could be some negative effects. There may be some headaches. Um, really, they're just they're going to be cravings. Just like any type of opiate response, if you were on pain pills and you stopped taking pain pills, that is a similar response that you're going to have when you remove gluten from your system. Now, I just want you to know, that's not normal. We don't want to consume foods that are going to have that type of an impact on our body. So if we're consuming foods that are going to have that strong of an impact on our body, then how healthy is that food for us? You know, and that just goes to show that the food, you know, the, the, the bread and the grains and the gluten nowadays are just really, truly not grown and not taken care of the same way that they were many, many years ago. That's why our body is rebuking it at the level at which it is. Now, other things that we want to take into consideration for cross-reactive foods would be corn and soy. Those are cross-reactive foods for gluten. Therefore, when you take them in, your body almost sees them as a similar amino acid profile. Therefore, when it's taken in, it can have a very similar response as if you had gluten. So that's something to consider as well as those cross-reactive foods and how your body is going to respond from having those cross-reactive foods. I just posted a, an article today about maltodextrin. Maltodextrin can come from three different sources, and one of those sources, of course, is corn, uh, but the other source is from wheat. So when you're seeing maltodextrin in your products, which a lot of protein, there are a lot of protein bars, a lot of protein drinks, a lot of protein powders that have maltodextrin in them. They might actually have stevia in them, but then they also have maltodextrin in them. The most effective way to eat gluten-free, in my opinion, is to just stay free of grains and to just really just, you know, try to work at having you know, a whole food diet, a more Mediterranean-based diet, you know, so good good quality fat sources like olive oil, avocado, avocado oil, coconut oil, nuts, seeds, uh, good quality uh, raised um, meats like grass-fed beef, uh, organic chicken, organic turkey, wild-caught salmon. These would be ways uh, for of just getting good quality protein sources. And then for your carbohydrate sources, just eating great quality vegetables and fruits. And, and for that initial elimination, just try to focus on all those items and just try to keep those grains out and just see how you end up feeling. Now, 
will you like I, will you have you know some challenges with your blood sugar absolutely that's why it helps to work with someone like me because i can help you to balance your blood sugar appropriately therefore if you just cut gluten out and you change all of your carbs but the carbs that you change to are a much lower carbohydrate carb then you are going to have some backlash so you're not going to feel as good as you could or as good as you should but if i can balance those carbs give you the right recommendations of the types of vegetables that you have, if you're going to have fruit, the types of fruits that would be better than others, and what the right amount of protein and the right amount of fat is to balance that, you would be much more successful at eliminating that gluten. So just you know, understand that this is not an easy thing to do on your own. And there's a reason why people like myself get employed to be able to help people. It's not just a quick fix diet. I would not go gluten-free to be able to lose weight. I would go gluten-free because you're truly trying to change the inflammation in your body. You're wanting to change the internal histamine responses that your body's having. And you just want to be healthier. You want better gut health. You want better skin health. So many issues uh, that folks are dealing with like gut issues, as well as skin issues like eczema, psoriasis, as well as joint issues and just regular reoccurring allergy issues are coming from gluten and the sensitivity to gluten. What we want to do is look at some of these gluten-free foods that you're having and realize that those ingredients does not, it's not necessarily making them better. So some of those ingredients in a gluten-free cookie or in a gluten-free cracker or in a gluten-free piece of bread, they are such high starch uh, uh, carbohydrates that you really don't even want to consume them. So this is something that's going to blow up your blood sugar and cause you to have an inflammatory response for sure. So the reality is that those gluten-free foods are not actually an improvement. Yes, we may have removed the gluten, but we're just going to cause a blood sugar response, which ultimately is going to end up causing an inflammatory response in your body. So you're kind of trading what problem you want to end up having. Now, if you have extreme gluten sensitivity, then you by all, mean, you by all means need to remove the gluten. But these gluten-free foods are not necessarily better. There is a new product on the environment, that, or on the environment, in the uh, stores that I've been noticing and it's called Simple Mills. And I found it at Whole Foods and I found it at Dearburg's. I've also found it at Fresh Time. And I like what the front of the box says. It says that it's a nutrient dense food. So that means what that means to me is that it is comprised of quality ingredients that should slow down the, you should have a slow absorption rate of those foods. So some of these gluten-free foods that have these very high starch flours in them, they're converting to sugar right away and you're having an insulin spike. A nutrient-dense gluten-free food is one that's maybe going to be made with almond flour and maybe it's going to be made with coconut flour or it's going to be made with seeds, you know, maybe flax, ground flax, ground chia. And so these items are nutrient-dense because they're really going to be slow to be absorbed by your body. Therefore, your body's not going to have quite the same insulin response if you're having something like that. So I would look for the Simple Mills brand. They have cookies. They have crackers. Um, 
you know, this this is not your dream food. This doesn't mean that because I, I'm doing these crackers, that makes me healthy. There's still calories and there's still decent amount of carbohydrates in those crackers. So you still have to take this into consideration and determine, is this really the most appropriate food for me? Do I feel my best when I eat this? Um, is this really the best balance for me? Am I really maintaining proper blood sugar, or proper insulin with this food? But if you're going to eat a cookie, if, to be able to avoid the gluten and to not have the high spiking, starching, uh, starchy flours in it, then I would consider something like the Simple Mills versus just a standard gluten-free option, if that makes sense. So we really want something that's nutrient-dense. When I do the baking for Sophie's Protein Bakery, I use almond flour. So I make chocolate chip cookies, um, protein muffins that are chocolate chip, they're pumpkin chocolate chip, and I make chocolate brownies. And I, the only flour I use in there is almond flour. So nothing is high starch. Mm -hmm. We use coconut oil. Um, we use stevia. We use maple syrup or applesauce, unsweetened applesauce. We use protein powder. So when you're working with a, an ingredient list on a particular type of um, product that you're trying to make and you want to make it gluten-free, what I would do, instead of using brown rice flour or instead of using a higher starch flour, I would use something like almond flour, which is a really good quality fat source, and it's going to slow down the absorption of the sugar in that product. So I would choose something along those lines. And then I would try to bring a lot of good quality fat in, bring whole eggs in. I would bring coconut oil in, uh, potentially using coconut flour, which is a little bit higher carb, but still better than, than say, a brown rice flour. Again, you're still removing the gluten. It is still somewhat cross-reactive to gluten. So if you have someone with an autoimmune condition, I wouldn't recommend it, but it does still make it gluten-free. But I would search for ideas of using things like almond flour, um, and, you know, as your flour source. When something calls for sugar, I just use protein powder in the place of the sugar, and I use the same amount of protein powder that they're asking for with sugar. I once had a client that listened to one of my radio shows, and I was talking about what Sundays are like for me and Sophie, and what Sundays were like for me and Sophie before when we went to the radio show we used to have to drive downtown so we would go to church and then we would go to Cooper's Hawk for lunch and then we'd go to Whole Foods to get some groceries and then we would drive downtown and then we would drive back and we'd run a couple more errands and I would pack a cooler for the entire day for us to be out and that would be her nice food for the day other than when we went to lunch for Cooper's Hawk and I once had a client that that told her husband there's no way I will ever pack a cooler for my kids all day long. I don't have time for that. There's no way I have time to deal with that. You know, I'm, I'm not going to do it. And my suggestion or what I ended up saying to that client was, you know, I understand that that's an inconvenience and I, and I'm not going to try to suggest that it's easy for me to do that because it's not in any way easy for me to do that. But if your health is of, of great concern and you're dealing with intestinal issues, or if your child is dealing with intestinal issues, which our child does, um, and or you're dealing with allergies or gut issues, significant enough issues, you have to decide and understand that you're no longer part of the world that can be a convenience eater. You have to bring a cooler. You have to make sure you're prepared because I guarantee if you're not prepared, you're going to fail and you're going to end up having a food that's going to end up making you sick. You have to be prepared. You cannot use the fact that you cannot be prepared or 
that you can't take the time to make your food is an excuse. And I will mention uh, one of our sponsors right now, and that note is Pure Plates, pureplatesstl.com. There's no excuse for not being prepared because I can get meals for Sophie at Pure Plates Anytime I can, that's an easy way for me to get gluten-free meals. Their, their whole menu is gluten-free. So you don't have to deal with any of those issues. They are such good quality organic products. If you need help, if prepping is the issue, a pre-prepared meal company is your answer and Pure Plates is the greatest. They really, really take their time and energy Mm -hmm. at really putting the effort out to have the highest quality products that they can. I would highly recommend Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com, and their number is 636-778-3555, and they're located in Chesterfield, and they also have a location over in Kirkwood, right by uh, the Magic House. So no reason to use preparation as your excuse, but eating gluten-free is bigger than just buying foods that say gluten-free. In fact, if you're going to try to eat gluten-free, I wouldn't even do it. I would not even consider the gluten-free foods. Most of them really are not worth a darn, and they're really not worth you know your health because you're really not going to improve your health at the rate at which I think you think you're going to because you will be spiking that blood sugar so much. So I would highly recommend just doing a whole foods natural diet to where you're, again, doing good, clean, quality meats, good, clean, clean quality fats, and good, clean, quality uh, uh, proteins and carbohydrates. I would suggest if you're truly needing to do an elimination diet that you work with a professional, someone that can balance it out. That's what I do for a living. I spend my life balancing things. So... We have a cookbook that uh, is recent, my my newest cookbook, and you can always get those on our website at integritytraininggroup.com, but you can also get those at off of uh, Amazon, and it's called Fuel Your Family, and there are so many different recipes in there. Everything is gluten-free. Whenever I have a rest, whenever I have a cookbook, any of my cookbooks, you can always be assured that it is gluten-free because that's how I have to eat. So number one, Gluten-free foods, really, they're not all they're caught up to be. A lot of corn, a lot of rice, a lot of high starch flours that are going to end up spiking your blood sugar too fast. What that will cause is more inflammation in the body. Number two, just because you don't test for celiac disease and you don't test for a gluten allergy doesn't mean you don't have a gluten sensitivity. And the only real way to identify if you have a gluten sensitivity is by doing an elimination diet. Number three, the gliden in gluten is the main issue and it actually causes an opiate response in your body as if you were taking pain medication and becoming addicted to it. Therefore, the gluten can cause an addiction. And because of that, when you first go to cut it out of your system, you will have a withdrawal for the first five to seven days. If you know that going into it, you're much more likely to be successful because you can have the expectation of how you're going to feel for those first five to seven days when you cut it out. Number four, when you're choosing gluten-free foods, look for something that is nutrient-dense, meaning it's made with almond flour. It has nuts in it. It has seeds in it. It has good quality oils like coconut oil in it. 
the the brand that I've found recently is called Simple Mills, and they make crackers, they make cake mixes, they make uh, you know different types of um, you know just typical gluten free items. When you're really trying to eat bread on a gluten free diet, you have to understand that bread is probably one of the most poorly made foods that you can have. Um, really, there's very little benefit in the bread that you can buy nowadays. You'd be so much better off almost making a ketogenic bread for yourself uh, than buying any bread that you would find. Uh, now, maybe Ezekiel bread because it's live bread, and if you look at the ingredients, there's really no sugars. It's just pure, clean ingredients. But that doesn't mean that the Ezekiel bread is great for you. It doesn't mean that it's not going to spike your blood sugar. It doesn't mean that it's not going to cause inflammation, that it's not going to end up causing further brain issues. There are so many different conditions that are being drastically caused to become worse because of gluten and the gliden in the gluten. So some of those symptoms would be symptoms of eczema, psoriasis, skin disease, acne, breakouts. It would be gut issues, reoccurring gut issues that you're dealing with on a regular basis. That could be bloating, distension, hard tummy. Um, it could be diarrhea, IBS symptoms, constipation, uh, joint issues that you're having on a regular basis, and then just general allergies that you deal with on a regular basis. When our daughter has an immune attack in her stomach and she has a day, if not two days, where she has irritation in her intestines, she almost always ends up with a cough one to two days later. Runny nose into a cough, mucus that comes from that gut issue. Those allergies that you're, you're being told that your kid has, allergies, they're coming from somewhere. And a gluten sensitivity is one of the first things that you want to check for. Again, I would not suggest just jumping on the bandwagon and trying it. I would suggest hiring a professional and having them do it correctly, especially if you're doing it with a child, because then you can navigate through that opiate withdrawal that they're going to go through. The worst thing you can do is give your kids some gluten, then restrict the gluten. Give your kids some gluten, then restrict your, restrict the gluten. It's really terrible for them. But do understand that just because something says gluten-free on it, that doesn't mean it's healthy. It actually, in fact, most of the times means it's going to spike your blood sugar even more than the other food would. But the gluten is the issue. The gluten is the poison. That's what's going to cause the issue in your body. I would highly, highly recommend considering removing gluten from your diet. Um, I would suggest the book Grain Brain. It is a great place to start. Dr. Perlmutter. Um, there's also a cardiologist out there and for the life of me, I can't remember his name. It's Curtis and it's, oh gosh, what is the name of that book? I wish I could tell you now. I don't have it. Um, Against All Grain. Against All Grain. That is a great book. He was a cardiologist. Both of, both of these guys are doctors. You know, and they're, they fully admit what they've learned in medical school did not get them to where they are and why they're talking about what they're talking about with the gluten. That they've had to go outside of the box in their thinking to really see what they could do to start treating their customers and their clients. And it's really made the difference. I will tell you, the doctor that I work with is Dr. Richard Bly, B-L-I-G-H, and he is one of those 
thinkers. He's always thought outside the box. He did a stem cell treatment on me a couple months ago. I feel my immune system has improved significantly from that stem cell treatment. He has helped me so much with my gut. He has sent me home with the right products to help heal my gut. Amazing doctor. He is so proactive in his thinking and he's always preventative in what he suggests in his medicine. If you are looking for a new primary care physician, if you're wanting to do hormone replacement therapy, maybe stem cell therapy, glutathione injections, um, maybe NAD therapy. Dr. Richard Bly is your source. Uh, he has been my doctor for over 10 years and I can't recommend him enough. It's Dr. Bly, B-L-I-G-H-M-D.com, or you can call him at 314-994-1536. I appreciate all you listening today. This was just a brief understanding of why gluten-free foods really are not necessarily the healthiest for you and, and how much better and how much more important it is to just go on a really clean, healthy diet with good quality protein, uh, good quality fat, and good quality carbs that are just refraining from grains. You will survive with the grain and you'll be so surprised at how much better your brain will feel without the grain, your joints will feel, your allergies will feel, and your gut will feel. I am sort of against all grains, so I'm certainly not going to get any sponsors from any grain makers anytime soon, but I do not believe in it and I've watched the damage that it's done on our child's body. I've watched the damage that it's done on John and the effects that it's had on depression, anxiety, PTSD with him. I've watched it on clients over 20 years and I've also watched the lives change when they decided to walk away and just completely eliminate gluten from their diet. Again, I would highly recommend that you hire a professional for this. For more information on a five-month nutrition program with myself here at Integrity, you can give us a call at 636-299-2208 or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers at our O'Fallon location or our uh, Clayton location as well, you can take a look at us at Integrity traininggroup.com. Thank you again for listening today and God bless. Don't forget to tune in on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. If you just type in Debbie Portel, there'll be an entire list of all of my podcasts. Thank you again. God bless you.